And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords. Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Happy Thursday, Friday Eve. Friday Eve. Happy Thursday. <laughs> Is so anyone else starting to get hot again? Yes, I'm going to blame the weather. Uh, it's, it was yeah. tough this morning for some reason. Uh, yeah. It was actually quite cool last night, actually. Uh, it was breezy. I, after, I agree. It was a bit breezy and it was a, a good time to go out at night. But uh, yeah, the morning is starting to heat up again. <laughs> I'm not liking it. <laughs> Summer, my friends. Anyone planning to come here? Brace yourselves. Uh, one of my friends actually visiting for the first time in 20 years. And she said, "Ooh, wow. I had forgotten how humid it was. And I added, I think it's, it might even be more humid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the climate has certainly changed over that period of time. Certainly. I think so, too. All right, let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day. We're going to try to clarify these major headlines for our listeners. This is our first pick of the day. Respect IAEA report. So Korea says it respects the IAEA's endorsement of Japan's plan to release wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear plant despite growing domestic opposition and even protests. So what's the latest? Yeah, so uh, Park Goyeon, the first deputy chief of the Office for Government Policy Coordination, said, quote, since the IAEA is an internationally recognized authoritative body, the government's basic position is to respect its findings. So Park added that Korea has been conducting its own review, which has been in progress for uh, the second year now. And he said this scientific review is in the final stages, uh, which will be shared in detail soon. It is expected that the results will be announced after the IAEA chief, Rafael Grossi's uh, three-day visit to Korea that starts uh, tomorrow, in fact. And Pug also said that the IAEA has repeatedly requested for continuous monitoring and that Korea has also been involved in the process so far. Now, the IAEA also said it will conduct uh, more sample tests on the Fukushima water with Korea and plan to produce a joint report later this year. Mm. Uh, the tests will be carried out on samples stored in one of the tanks in the Fukushima nuclear power plant. So, the assessments and uh, analysis are still ongoing. Uh, the Oceans Ministry also said it will conduct a special inspection into the marking of country of origin for imported seafood uh, products. It will last for 100 days and begins uh, sometime this month. Um, President Yoon's office also said it will take uh, a place, top priority on people's health and safety. Uh, now, meanwhile, Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida um, is considering holding a separate summit meeting with President Yoon during the NATO summit in Lithuania that's uh, going to be held next Tuesday and Wednesday. That's according to a report by the Mainichi Shimbun in Japan. It reports that Kushida plans to personally explain the safety and monitoring system of Japan's wastewater release to seek uh, Yoon's understanding. And of course, there is a pretty big discrepancy between how the ruling and the opposition party would react to the issue. So what is their stance as we speak? Right. Well, the Democratic Party, as expected, uh, are pretty much opposed to it. And they said they'll actually try to pass a law banning all seafood imports uh, from Japan. Now, seafood from Fukushima in particular mm. has been banned in Korea uh, since 2013. Uh, the Democratic Party's leader, Lee Jae-myung, also criticized the IAEA and Japan. He said the report was unreliable because it was based on data provided by Tokyo. And the DP's floor leader also said 
Uh, the report was like something ordered by Japan. Uh, the party would have urged the government to officially state its opposition uh, to the release plan as well. But uh, the People Power Party rejected the GP's criticism. Uh, the floor leader, um, or the leader rather, Kim Gi-hyun, said the IAEA is an agency that has the highest level expertise and authority on nuclear power. And he added that disbelieving the IAEA report is no, no different from giving up being a responsible member of the international community. Mm. Now, he also urged Japan to offer sincere explanations and comply with verification uh, demands. Uh, the PPP leadership also tried to dispel any cause for concern about mm. reopening seafood trade uh, with the Fukushima region. So, I mean, there's a reason why there was a commission launched to regularly brief the public to manage that fear. And if there is excessive amount of fear to be able to address that openly. And so the conversation will continue and that tug of war will also continue. We just want to remind our listeners, be mindful and listen to the both sides. There might be the truth somewhere in between, which is always the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our second keyword of the day. Compensation rejected. So Tsuan District Court has rejected the government's application to deposit compensation for victims of the Japanese forced labor. This comes after the Gwangju District Court and Cheonju District Court also made similar rejections. So, of course, the victims and uh, the families of the bereaved, uh, they don't want any part to do with it, especially if it's uh, sponsored by a third party. Uh, tell us more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is kind of... Uh putting a wrench in kind of the government's efforts to get this compensation out uh, to these uh, victims and their bereaved family members, who uh, some of whom uh, are rejecting uh, it, and it looks like the courts are as well. Now, the Storm District Court announced yesterday that they had decided to reject all the applications for deposit uh, that were submitted the day before on Tuesday. Uh, the court said clear opposition from the recipients has been confirmed in the application documents, so it does not meet the requirements for a third-party reimbursement mm. under the civil code. Now, this came on the same day the Chunju District Court also decided to reject the deposit application, citing erroneous paperwork. Now, the Foreign Ministry uh, expressed strong regret over the latest court decision. It said it will immediately start the uh, appeal process. Uh, the foundation has submitted a total of five compensation requests so far. They are currently waiting for the uh, court's decisions. Of course, uh, three of them have rejected it so far, so we'll have to wait and see what the other two courts Mm. uh, will have to say. But there are um, reports suggesting that they could also reject those uh, deposits uh, or applications being Mm. made as well. So, of course, this certainly um, does hinder... Uh, government efforts to make that compensation happen and also Mm. probably cause more anger amongst the victims Mm. um, and their bereaved family members as well. So that gap is not necessarily uh, becoming smaller. It's still very much wide. The government did did vow to, of course, double down in the same measures, meaning that they'll reach out continuously to the families and the victims to see if there's any sort of persuasions. But we'll have to wait and see, as you've said, uh, for the remaining two compensation requests. In the meantime, let's move on to our third keyword of the day. R&D support. So President Yoon has vowed to support what he called world-class research and development and support of building a global network of Korean scientists, at least for young aspiring scientists. That sounds like good news. 
Yes, it certainly does. And uh, there's been a lot of efforts being made by the UN administration mm. to kind of foster the science uh, sector and uh, space as well uh, while um, at it. Now, UN made the pledge during the opening of the uh, first World Congress of Korean Scientists mm. and Engineers. The event brought together some 500 scientists and engineers from home and abroad to share their research. This is in line with uh, President Yoon's kind of pledge during a trip to New York uh, last year, where he said that he's going to be inviting some of these Korean scientists that are based overseas uh, to Korea right. to share their insights and uh, have a networking session, if you will. Now, Yoon said that the government's research and development budget has exceeded 30 trillion won this year and pledged to continue to actively support young scientists. And he also promised to actively support young scientists so that they can conduct a research and take on challenges together with the world's best researchers in what he called outstanding research institutes. And he mentioned that the government will prioritize building infrastructure for Korean university research institutes to conduct innovative research. And he also thanked the Korean scientists and engineers residing abroad uh, for their contributions as well. In the Korea context, I, I recently found out that if you just look at per capita, South Korea does pour a great deal of money into research and development of the science sectors. In fact, we're only second to Singapore. And it seems that with more dependence on things like, I don't know, AI <laughs> and space, as you said, we can't shy away from the race, certainly not. Right. AI is a topic that we could probably go on uh, for hours talking about, but it certainly has picked up. And uh, there's a lot of lot of uh, AI sites and uh, mm. services uh, that are out there now. Um, and uh, I certainly have used AI to help me with a few of my uh, jobs uh, here and there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I wish it didn't take over my job, but it certainly does help out. <laughs> Not yet, Hanyao. And I don't think Not our yet. listeners would appreciate an AI hosting and reporting a two hour <laughs> show. It gets old really fast for now. Anyway, we do have a tech yeah. section in our second hour today, so we'll leave it to that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Asian Business Summit. So 13 business groups from 11 Asian countries have gathered to discuss ways to boost mutual cooperation in a wide range of fields. So what came out of this event? Yeah, so interestingly, it's uh, a joint, uh, it was jointly hosted by the Federation of Korean Industries and the Japan Business Federation, uh, and it took place uh, in Seoul. So another joint economic project uh, or event uh, by Korea and Japan, so in line with the government's efforts mm. to kind of boost economic cooperation between the neighbors. And it's actually the first time uh, in six years for the FKI to host the international event. Uh, during the opening ceremony, the FKI acting chairman suggested that Asian countries increase freedom of movement between the countries. Uh, the Kaiden Ren chairman emphasized the need for solidarity among business people of Asian nations. He said this was needed to cope with the growing calls by companies to achieve carbon neutrality and pursue a digital transformation. Uh, the FKI said the participants called for strengthening cooperation in regional supply chains by forming uh, what, he, uh, what they called supply swaps between countries and building more partnerships for uh, the development of critical minerals. And they mentioned the exchange of human resources as the top priority 
for the mutual prosperity of Asian nations. And they also suggested adopting an expedited entry process between countries as a way to revitalize people to people um, exchanges. So mm -hmm. basically, Uh, making it easier for people, for uh, nations involved to receive uh, visa-free entries mm. to each other's countries. Uh, and based on what they discussed, uh, the participants adopted a joint statement, which basically outlined what was uh, discussed before. All right. And our final keyword of the day. Satellite debris retrieved. So South Korea has managed to salvage more of the failed North Korean spy satellite from the sea, but it says that the technology had little military value. We don't get to see the images of it uh, per the military's request, but we're certainly getting more updates. Yeah, so uh, not much was revealed, but uh, one thing that we do know is that uh, the debris that was salvaged, uh, as you said, had little military value. The parts were analyzed by experts in South Korea and the US and Seoul's Joint Chiefs of Staff said the wreckage had no military utility as a reconnaissance satellite. Now, the salvation ends a 36-day operation to salvage uh, the sunken um, debris. The initial assessment indicated the satellite's reconnaissance was poor in terms of resolution and its ability to trace targets. Now, although the JCS said the satellite has no military utility, in their words, they did not provide any real explanation regarding which components were recovered to reach uh, such a conclusion. And But the analysis uh, drew keen attention and eyes are on it, as it could shed light on the progress of uh, the North's long-range rocket development and space programs. And it could help in determining also which countries, if any, have aided the uh, regime's weapons uh, development mm. uh, efforts, whether wittingly or unwittingly. So it does provide some insights into how far the North is uh, developing with its long-range um, missile technology. Mm. Of course, uh, ballistic missiles are always of concern when it comes to North Korean Uh, provocations mm. and so it does give some insight into that but as of yet it appears that the north korean side are uh, far from um, or far away from trying to reach its goals into launching a successful spy satellite mm. uh, but they have vowed to launch another one and mm -hmm. we haven't seen one yet but of course eyes will be on uh, when and if that will happen thank you very much adam for today's coverage uh, stay cool we'll see you tomorrow You too. Stay cool. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.